First, let's talk about the City of Vancouver's Climate Emergency Action Plan. Now, originally, it was created in 2020. It was to provide a roadmap to cutting pollution by 50% uh, percent by 2030. Uh, recently, uh, Councillor uh, Christine Boyle sounded the alarm on the critical underfunding of the Climate Emergency Action Plan. And today, the City of Vancouver staff were expected to present an annual update uh, to Council on the CEAP plan. And uh, she, uh, Christine Boyle joins me now to talk a little bit about the plan and some of her concerns. Of course, uh, Ms. Boyle is a one-city Vancouver, Vancouver City Councillor. Uh, Christine, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me on. So walk me through, what are the shortcomings in your mind uh, with this plan, with, this, with the majority of ABC majority? What are the shortcomings that you see moving forward? Sure, absolutely. So first, I think it's worth just remembering that Vancouver residents are already feeling the impacts of climate change. More than 100 Vancouverites died in the heat dome in 2021. We're seeing floods and storms and smoke. So the impacts are are here. Um, As you said, one of the challenges is that our climate plan is underfunded. um, And the types of investments that we need to make in order to get back on track to meet our targets are fortunately investments that also have huge benefits for health and safety and livability for Vancouver. They're, uh, they're, they're changes to make our roads safer for pedestrians and people on bikes. They're improvements to buildings that make the air cleaner, that make them more resilient uh, with cooling during heat events. So a a lot of important investments that really have huge benefits aside from reducing carbon emissions, climate emissions, which are important, um, but also that get to uh, health and well-being for for all of us. Let me ask you a broad question before we can go some, into some of the specifics that you talked about, about there in regards to buildings and regards to livability and, and, and even just the heat wave you talked about. Should local government be in the business of fighting climate change? I think it's a responsibility for all of us at every level. You know, we, we have been hearing for years and years that each of us should do our own little part um, and the same is true of local government. We should do the things in our jurisdiction. And actually, buildings and transportation are the biggest local sources of carbon pollution. And those are squarely in local government jurisdiction. Um, but what we heard from staff very clearly today, too, is that the city uh, won't hit our targets without increased action at the provincial and federal level, too. And fortunately, um, we have governments at every level who are taking this crisis seriously and all of us need to do more but when you talk when you talk about uh, building codes let's just talk about that for a second there is a role obviously the city can play but the building code is provincial is it not and the provincial government should be leading in that when you look at transportation um, the provincial government's going to have a lot to say in regards to that the federal government will have a lot to do and a lot to say in regards to emissions from uh, those vehicles. If you wish to buy an electric vehicle, let's say, uh, you're going to get a rebate from the provincial government and potentially from the federal government as well, once again, senior levels of government. Uh, yeah, I- totally great great questions, and, and all of these are examples of where we each have a role to play. So, so what is the role of the city instance, specifically? Like, I'm, I'm trying to understand, what yes. is the role of the city specifically? Like what specific things that you, do you think you can do that can have a significant impact on the issue of the fight against climate change? Great question. So one of the city's key levers in terms of transportation is around uh, road space. So we can, for instance, make changes uh, that give bus 
buses priority um, or build uh, bus bulges that make buses faster and more efficient. We want to make it faster and easier for people to choose to take the bus to get around um, or to choose to walk or uh, or ride a bicycle. And there are important changes that we make to how our roads are designed that make that safer and faster for people. Those are squarely about road space and design and are, are really local government issues. Even on electric vehicles, you spoke to federal incentives about what's being purchased. One of the pieces of our climate emergency action plan is um, building up the availability of electric vehicle chargers so that more people uh, feel confident and comfortable switching to an electric vehicle because they know they could charge it, particularly renters who can't mm-hmm. don't have a place to install their, their own charger. A build-out of a public charging system is an important piece of uh, helping people switch over. Uh, was the parking tax that uh, that that didn't move forward? Was that part of the the climate action plan number one? And my second question to you: Do you think the paper cup fee that is there now is that part of the climate action plan? And do you believe it should stay? The the cup fee isn't part of the climate action plan. Um, the parking permit program was, uh, and the fact that it didn't pass is is just one of the reasons that we have a funding gap. So it's up to this council now to uh, to put our heads together and figure out um, h- how else we cover that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know, I can't speak to what revenue mechanisms ABC might uh, accept, but um, that's the work ahead. And I'm certainly um, very happy to sit down with them and, and try to figure out how we get there. Uh, the other thing that's important to name is that there are regulatory moves, policy changes that are low cost that we can be uh, committing to that will make a big difference too. So some of the building policy work uh, falls into that bucket. It, it's not a high cost, um, but it uh, uh, there are changes that we can make as a council, make as a city that really will make a big difference in terms of um, cleaner air and reducing carbon pollution. My final question to you, and I, you brought up the issue of, of the heat wave and 100 uh, Vancouverites dying, I think it was 600 province-wide. And I've, I've had uh, former uh, New West councillor, now Mayor Patrick Johnson, on talking about cooling centres, which I think is a, a great idea, and using our community centres for cooling centres for, for seniors and those who need it, particularly those who live in uh, condominiums and apartments. Uh, and many of those things that city city does well, uh, and then you look at the bike lanes, certainly promoting that. I know the Stanley Park is, is, is one that's in dispute at the moment. But shouldn't be shouldn't that be the focus where you actually have some control and you provide a valuable service for local residents that's practical and pragmatic rather than worrying about, as I've said, some of these other big, bigger issues that parking tax specifically, I think, not that that's what got ABC elected, but there certainly seems to be a mood in this city right now that wants City Hall to be a lot more practical and pragmatic rather than looking at these much bigger existential challenges, which should be left predominantly to senior levels of government. Do you feel like you're, you're working uphill here in, in regards to where the public's mood is? I absolutely agree that we need to be looking at um, tangible changes that make a difference in people's lives. And those examples around active transportation um, and uh, and making cooling spaces in our public buildings are big parts of our climate emergency action plan. We've been working to retrofit 
public buildings in the city of Vancouver to have them available as cooling spaces. Um, and we've been investing in increased public transportation. We need to do a lot more of that, I will say. Uh, I'm sure this won't be a surprise to you. I was incredibly disappointed by the decision to spend a lot of public money ripping out a bike lane. That's not... Um, that's quite a leaders don't work out bike lanes, and I think ABC will have a lot of work to do to rebuild some public trust on this file uh, after that decision. The, the challenge is funding these types of investments, both on the building side, making our public buildings places of refuge, and building safe, active transportation routes. Um, we need to figure out how we fund that work because it is important. It, it makes our streets and our buildings safer for more people. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes a real difference, and that's absolutely where my focus continues to be. Christine, thank you for your time today. Enjoyed our conversation. We'll, we'll do it again some other time. Happy to come back again. Thanks.